Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome back into the Untitled Sports Show. It's a Happy New Year to you, my brother. And right back at you. No doubt, no doubt. Hi, everybody. Mel's of the MIC. And I'm Joe Paul. Welcome to the show. New episode. New year. First of the new year. Mm-hmm. Feeling good, man? Feeling good? Feeling confident about a lot of yes, things? Yes, because my coach got fired. Yes. <laughs> Let's grab it up with JoJo Paul. Yeah, Dirk Cutter's gone. He's been itching to get Dirk yes. Cutter the hell up out of here. Yes. And it was hilarious, too, because when I saw the news broke, I was like, I, I-, I hit you with me. I'm like, well, congratulations. Your wish has been granted. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's, a, it's a holiday miracle. It's a, yes. <laughs> it's a festivist miracle. <laughs> so, clap it up with JoJo Paul. Congratulations once again, Dirk Cutter. Oh, why, why are we congratulating this man getting fired? That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> this man going to the other plug of the line and we clapping it up for him. Right. <laughs> but of course, we got to start the show with the things we don't want to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. Bowl season. You, you just out the gate. Don't want to talk no. about bowl season. No, because we know Alabama Clemson. <laughs> Not said. Well, we, we said this from episode one. Mm-hmm. Right? This is why yeah. we don't too much discuss college football because there's only one team and one team only. And one who might. Pop their cherry. Right. <laughs> which is Clemson. Which is Clemson, but, you know, it's Clemson, Alabama. We all again. saw this coming again. You, <laughs> you lined up a whole crap ton. And w- w- one thing they do need to address, though, I got to say this real quick. They got to move those semifinal games closer uh, and let the other trash bowl games get it out the way. Because <laughs> you had a whole week where you had the playoff, and then you had these whole week long full of trash bowl games and everybody just wasn't interested. And plus, people were saying that tickets to all these bowl games were like super cheap. Like uh if yes. I'm, like the Sugar Bowl, for mm-hmm. example. They say they had tickets for like sixteen bucks uh, uh-huh. at two hours before. And a they're game having run. problems with this national championship game too. Right. They aren't the tickets aren't coming out. Well, it's well, that's a simple fix right there. I mean you move got, it to the region. Right. You got a, you got two southern teams, right. Alabama and, and South Carolina in, going to California. Right. People ain't coming today. No, no. No. Not coming to California for that. I'm sorry. Alabama folk are well off, but not that well off. They well off, all right. Anyway, let's move. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Alabama chair, but let's move on from that one. Uh also, uh, that's one thing we don't want to talk about. Don't want to talk about college football in the bowl season. Uh the next thing I don't want to talk about is Kawhi Leonard and his return to San Antonio. Antonio the other night. Uh-huh. I, uh, Whatever. Uh, yeah, they booed. Yeah, they're supposed to boo. Yeah. I mean, let's be clear here. Kawhi left on contentious terms. They were trying to hand Kawhi the keys to the franchise, and he said, mm-hmm. nah, I'm good. Yep. And he went to Toronto. Right. So, yes, you, yes, San Antonio fans, boo this man. Hold on, let me make sure I get this right. <laughs> San Antonio fans. Boo this man. Boo! Boo! But that story, oh, Rosen got a triple-double. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That tells you everything you need to know right there. So uh don't want to talk about that. We'll probably revisit that later on in the NBA season as we get along with that. All right. Uh so speaking of, we started the show off really talking about coaches getting fired. Yes. And we did do an episode on that about mm-hmm. NFL coaches on the hot seat. We correctly right. predicted McCarthy would be gone. Right. We correctly de- predicted that Todd Bowles would be gone. Right. Uh I also mentioned Steve Wilkes. You did mention Steve yes. Wilkes. But I'm just more upset about the Steve Wilkes firing than anything. It, yeah, and I also called for Vance Joseph, too, but it wasn't – it was different circumstances. Right. And, and here's the thing about about those uh, – I know a lot of people are making a lot of big deal about uh, these being black head coaches getting right. fired. Uh, my thing is this. Uh, let's look at the records of each by case-by-case case, uh, business. You know Marvin Lewis had to go. 
Marvin Marvin Lewis didn't get fired. Let's be clear here. Marvin Lewis said, you know what? I'm done. This ain't working. (laughs) 16 years is a long time. Marvin Lewis, man, uh, walking to that office and say, you know what, bruh? This this just ain't going to work out. He handed the keys to Hugh Jackson. Uh, That's still yet to be seen. Do you think they should hire uh, Hugh Jackson? They already had him on. Yeah, but do you think they should hire him to, to run the whole show? Now that, you know. I think that would be a bad idea because you're pretty much continuing the legacy of Marvin Lewis and and that culture that he created. I don't see nothing changing in Cincinnati by bringing in Hugh Jackson. Mm. Y'all need a change. Y'all oh, need I mean, a- Cleveland might like it. Yeah, Cleveland will love it. I'm sure they will. Uh, but uh, but but the thing with the Vance Joseph and the uh, Steve Wilkes firings, I have to say those are those. Those guys are catching the raw end of bad decisions made by their bosses, the general managers. Now, let's be clear here. Denver, we know y'all ain't going to cuss the name of John Elway. No, he is the pariah. Yes. He, yeah, we, the messiah of Denver. Exactly. So we know we know what it is with, with that situation in Denver. If you're going to take that coaching job in Denver, just be prepared to get thrown under the bus because they're not going to throw Elway under the bus. Oh, no, no. Especially <laughs> with his poor drafting record. I mean, look at the quarterbacks. Exactly. Vance Joseph had to work with. Exactly. Exactly. Didn't get this man nothing to work with. Gave this man, what, two, three seasons? How long have you been there? Two years? Two years. Two years. Gave him all this trash and then tell him work with that trash. Mm-hmm. But I'm John Elway, so ain't nobody going to question me here and in a lot of people have been saying it's time for John Elway to answer. It is. Mm-hmm. It is time. If it doesn't happen after this season, then Denver, y'all in for a long... <laughs> y'all better get off the hero worship. That's all I'm going to say. Get off the hero worship. That was, what, 20, 30 years ago John Elway brought you those championships? 22 years ago. Okay, you gave him a shot because like it's like... it's. This is the common thing in sports. It seems like the most successful guys, the most successful guys on the field, can't transition into on-field success. He had limited success. What? Limited success. I didn't say absolute success. Okay, limited. Success. Okay, let's be. Li- when we're talking limited, we're talking about the fact that he was able to able to convince Peyton Manning to yes. come join the Broncos and had a stellar defense built to exactly. hold it down. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, th- limited success. It- now, in the case of Wilkes in Arizona. Oh, boy, dumpster fire. That's, you know what, and a lot of people aren't talking about this. I am going to talk about this because I did my research on this. Steve Wilkes got hamstrung by a GM who won at the start of this season, got busted on a drunk driving charge, and got suspended for five months. Five months. That's almost the whole season. Now, this was, But this happened in the offseason. So it was during draft time, during mm-hmm. preseason. Free agent signing. We were free agent signing. Right. He couldn't be there to get involved Basically, with that. Basically, he, he hamstrung that whole season. Exactly. And but, hence the 3-13 and 13 record. But yet, Wilkes gets the gets, gets the axe mm-hmm. because what? You know why. Why? Mike McCarthy. Everyone you, wants in on the Mike McCarthy But do you think they're going to get Mike McCarthy? Oh, absolutely not. Might, they're not <laughs> going to get Mike McCarthy as long as you have a GM, as long as you're caping for a GM, or again, who threw this coach under the bus despite the fact that he was absent on the job mm-hmm. for, for for a long period of time. This guy couldn't get his squad together because and then he couldn't transition to defense. He couldn't do what he was supposed to do, all because of this GM who who chose the, the Hennessy over the damn job. <laughs> I mean, let's be clear here. So I really do think that out of all the firings, his was the most messed up. And so, you know, I know there's a whole big thing about black coaches and stuff like that. You got several black coaches that's getting looked at for jobs right now. Right. Uh, you mentioned uh, Eric Bieniemy has been interviewed by several teams. Uh, he's also considering your team as well. I know. Are you, do you want him? Well, let's say this first. Honestly, over what we've had over the last five years, mm. yes. 
Now, let's be honest here. Now, I remember I, I texted you earlier in the week about uh, the Brian Kelly talk. Oh, I'm like, hell no. <laughs> that would have been a bad move. No. That, but the one I did like was Bruce Arians. Bruce, if Bruce Arians can come out of retirement, I think Tampa would be perfect for him. I think that's a good fit for y'all. Yep. I think that's a good fit for y'all right. if y'all could get Bruce Arians. If you, that's if you could get him out if. of retirement. That's if you right. can get him out of retirement. Again, another team probably getting out of the Mike McCarthy sweepstakes. Right, right. Uh, do we see any other hairs still rolling? I mean, we got, we got, oh, we already man. had Black Monday, which was <laughs> Black Monday for real, for real. I mean, y'all got <laughs> well, all, Cutter, all the black cuts out of here. Well, y'all. they're calling for Tomlin's head too, and that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Steeler fan, I'm gonna need you to calm the f down. Y'all had a winning damn season. Right. Yeah, you didn't go to the playoffs. Yeah, you, and that's y'all fault. I mean, let's be clear here. It is y'all fault. It, but y'all, that team is falling into uh, dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I think I know why it's falling into in dysfunction is because they're not adapting right. to the new era of how you got to treat players in the NFL. <laughs> I, I know this. I know this. Look at look at Antonio Brown. This is who you got to deal with in the NFL now. These are the kind of yeah. players you got to deal with. That steal away ain't going to work in this modern era. Yeah, it might win you a few games still. The standard is the standard and all this other stuff. Well, they got a short window that's going to start closing real quickly. It's, which means start closing. It's I'm closing. Just, you know, they're, they're going to win some games still, but mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger's not getting any younger. That's true. You also got rid of Le'Ve- – you ran Le'Veon Bell out of town. Right. You, uh, you run in Antonio Brown out of town. Yeah, he's going to leave. Uh, you had Connor Hurt. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's falling into dysfunction in Steeler land, and I, I strongly recommend. I strongly recommend. And besides, the Pittsburgh Steelers are very faithful to their coaches. Right. They've had, what, three head coaches in like 40 years? In the, in the entire duration <laughs> of the franchise, they had like four head coaches. Mm-hmm. So so all of a sudden, now y'all want to hit the panic button and start and start being trying to look like everybody else. I think stability works in this case Mm -hmm. but at the same time as an organization they have to make some adjustments in how they treat their players because if you don't pay if you're not paying attention to what's going on in sports right now uh lebron james is leading the charge of getting the power back to the athlete and taking it from the owners i I touched on this last week right uh with uh the difference between the nfl and the nba right and and i'm noticing that i'm the nfl players are noticing this and starting to take notice of this and starting to act out in their own way to get change enacted in the nfl yes but Mm -hmm. we know what's going to happen at the end of this current cba what's that there will be a lockout there (laughs) will be a strike a lockout there will be no nfl football and nfl go get but you see what's happening i think i think this is why you see all the emergence of all these new leagues They're coming all out. waiting. Because they know that when that lockout comes out, when this next CBA comes along, it could be a, it could be ugly and it could be a season-long right. one. Because the players, I fully expect the players to dig their heels in and not budge. And especially with these fledgling leagues, don't be surprised to see some of these guys in the NFL roster start showing up. Exactly. Start showing up in the roster. Especially if it's a lockout. Oh boy! A strike they can't. A lockout, yes they can. Uh, boy, look, and then you gonna have college players getting poked. Could we be seeing the end of it? We'll see. We're calling it <laughs> kind of early right now, yeah. but it is starting to look bad for the NFL if you're not paying attention mm-hmm. and not keeping abreast of what's going on. So, uh, that, so shout out to all the coaches that's gone. All, <laughs> all the coaches they ain't no longer with us. But Trust what, me, some of these guys probably are secretly relieved. Todd Bowles, Steve Wilkes. Don't worry, Steve. You will get another shot. I don't think Steve Wilkes is. I a think, coordinator. Yeah. A lot of these guys were coordinators. Right. All right. Everybody's going to get a Not shot. everybody's a head coach material. That's one of the things you got to look at. Look at Dirk Cutter. He was not a head coach. He's an offensive coordinator at best. Yeah, because apparently every team in the league is trying to get their hands on him now to be a coordinator of some sort. 
Mm-hmm. They nah. have them. <laughs> have a turnover-prone coach that can't move the ball inside the 20s. Go ahead. Have them. Atlanta couldn't work with them. We couldn't work with them. Have them. Atlanta fired down at a whole staff. And they all came to Tampa, man. What the heck? <laughs> I'm talking about this season, though. If you ain't heard it. Except Quinn. Well, yeah, they kept Quinn, they but they got, got rid of Sarkeesian. Finally got rid of Sarkeesian. I don't know why they even brought that cat in. <laughs> that, he is he is slowly becoming the uh, uh, the former Louisville coach name. Patino? Yeah, he's becoming the Patino. Or the, Patrino. Uh, which yeah, one? He, he's been, yeah, both of them, really. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Clap it up for JoJo Paul right there. That was a good one. Hey, you repeat that out. Patrino, Patino, both what? what? Both, are, both are whack. Both scumbags in the old right Hey, Urban Meyer, there's plenty of room on the boat. Hey, uh, oh, that Miami? Oh, I forgot. I forgot. They, somebody took the Miami job. Well, I mean, Mark Rick's been in the game a long time. I always respect him as a good head coach. Yeah, but the reason why Mark Rick is no longer a head coach is because I knew the writing on the wall was done when his own nephew decided to commit to LSU instead of Miami. Right. When that happens, and I know he was in trouble. I was like, yeah, yeah this game to pass you by, champ. It's time to let it go. <laughs> he, was a good, he was a good man at heart, though. Yeah. He was a good guy. Yeah, say that. It's, I don't know the guy personally, but it is what it is. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and look at some uh, – uh, we're done with that topic. Let's yes. talk about real quick uh, some uh, Hall of Fame, the NFL Hall of Fame. Oh, yes, we saw the list. Yeah, we saw the list. We took a look at the list. It looks pretty damn good, JoJo Ball. Yes, I like some of the names on that list. Uh, Former Denver Broncos cornerback Champ Bailey is on the ballot for Mm -hmm. the first time. Also, former Baltimore Ravens savvy Ed Reed. Ed Reed, uh, Mm -hmm. Louisiana, Destrahan, what up? Uh, Also, former Kansas City Chief and Atlanta Falcons tight end Tony Gonzalez. Deserve it. Yes, they were among the 15 modern era finalists announced Thursday night for the Hall of Fame, according to ESPN. Uh, There's some other names on there as well, but definitely, uh, let's go ahead and call it now. Tony Gonzalez is locked in. Definitely. First ballot, he's locked in. Uh, Ed Reed, definitely. Yes. Definitely, he's going to get locked in. Champ, I don't know. We got to kind of like wait on that one. Champ, I don't know. Well, I'm going to have to look at that one. Let's we'll do some research. <laughs> uh, we'll have to do some research. Also, uh, Edron James is on the list. Uh, I don't see that. Uh, I'm not sold wait. on that one. Yeah, I'm not sold on that one either. Definitely. Now, here's the name that I think should get in over Champ Bailey. Isaac Bruce, former Rams yes. wide receiver. Uh, also, another name that I think might get in before over Champ Bailey is uh, Ty Law. Former, uh, right. former, former corner yes. Tyler Law. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, safety Steve Atwater, John Lynch, defensive lineman Richard Seymour, offensive lineman Tony Boselli, Anna Fanica, Steve Hutchison, and Kevin Mawai, and coaches Don Coriel and Tom Flores. I think Eric Coriel needs to be put in. Uh, we'll see. Uh, if there's going to be a coach one, I think. But I don't, Not necessarily for coaching. Maybe he's an influencer. But only like maybe four or five of these guys are going to get in. Right. I definitely would like to see Isaac Bruce get in. It's already locked in for Ed Reed, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Gonzalez, and uh, and uh, the other guy. <laughs> the other guy. The, I forgot his name already. Uh, nice. But they're all, they're all locked in for that. So uh, we'll be keeping an eye on the Hall of Fame induction real soon. And uh, matter of fact, it's time to, before we get up out of here, let's go ahead and give uh, playoffs. It's the playoff weekend, wild card weekend in the National Football League. And we're going to kick things off with some bold predictions for NFL wild card weekend. All right, let's talk about it, JoJo Paul. All right, let's see who we got here. Let me find some music first. We need some music. Sure, let's get some music in. Let's get some music in. How about some rock boys? Because it's a celebration that you are going to the playoffs. The big dance is here. It begins on Saturday. Saturday, 3.30 p.m., ABC and ESPN. It is the battle of the AFC wild card. Uh, the Indian Indianapolis Colts versus the Houston Texans. Interesting. Who you got in that one? Wow. 
That's a tough one. It I, is. I, I said, I'm not sold on Bill O'Brien. I'm still not sold on Bill O'Brien. Well, I said this was going to be probably the toughest matchup to pick for Wild Card Weekend. You think so? I think so because you got a, a resurgent Andrew Luck out here killing everything that's moving, and they, but you still got that that vaunted Houston defense. Right. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to a battle of defenses, low scoring. Very low scoring game. And the Colts defense has been very good. As well. Mm-hmm. As well. Getting pressure on a quarterback. Especially. Exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see how those defenses act out. If you're going to give the edge to somebody, you got to give it to the Colts, I think, because of Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Versus Deshaun Watson. This is his first postseason trip. Exactly. So it's going to be a tough matchup to see. Do you have a bold prediction for that one? Give me a bold prediction, Jojo Paul. Who you got? I'll go with the Colts. You got the Colts? I'll go with the Colts. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Houston, I love y'all. I love y'all. I think y'all I think y'all are an emerging superpower. I think that defense is a beast. Right. Defense does win championships, mm-hmm. but defense will not win this wild card matchup. I got to give it <laughs> to the Indianapolis Colts to, uh, for tomorrow. Right. 3 p.m. on ABC and ESPN. All right. Another game on Saturday, Saturday nights. Oh, oh boy. This is the NFC wild card special right here. Yo, Dallas Cowboys. I got the Cowboys. Versus the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. That's another this good matchup. This is reminiscent of a matchup years ago. Now, didn't these two play earlier this year, if I'm not mistaken? I, I believe so. I believe so. And I think Dallas took the win, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. I believe so. Uh, so, I don't see them beating Seattle again. You think they're going to be one and out? I think they're going to be one and done. I hate to say it. I would lo- As much as I would love to see a Saints-Cowboys rematch. You know what? Okay. I'm going to go against the grain. I will pick the Cowboys. You're going to pick the Cowboys? At home. Oh! I'll go with the Cowboys at home. <laughs> the kids say, ooh. <laughs> All right, you got the Cowboys at home. Uh, I don't want to see Seattle. Like, as a Saints fan, I don't <laughs> want to see Seattle. Yeah, they match you guys pretty well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I, but I, I, I do think that they are going to find a way to win this game over Dallas at home. And it's probably going to be more Seahawks fans than Cowboys fans out there anyway. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Seahawks. I'm going to give it to the Seahawks. And hopefully they'll make it to New Orleans. All right, next game. We got two more games left to go. Mm-hmm. Sunday at noon, the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Baltimore Ravens. Tough Ooh, matchup right wow. there. The thing is, people are saying which Phillip Rivers is going to show up. Right. The one that's been on the hot streak or the one that, yeah, looks like poo-poo. <laughs> well, then again, when you think about this, uh, you're talking about a, a Chargers team that has to go on the road all right. the way out to the East Coast. And they got the better record. With the better record <laughs> going into Baltimore. That's not an easy place to win at. It's not an easy place to win, man. Uh, but I think they're going to find a way to get over the hump. I think, think the so? Chargers will win. You know me. You know me. You know I don't buy stock in the I Chargers. I know. You don't you buy stock in the Chargers. You know I don't buy Chargers. stock in the Chargers. All right. But I'm going to buy this stock today. You're going to buy the stock. I, I, right. I feel terrible doing it. I know every <laughs> judgment in my bone and my aching body is telling me don't believe in the all Chargers. Right. But damn it, they, they, they come through with flying colors all throughout the season. Okay. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm going against the grain on this one, too. I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. Well, you're not going against the grain. I think a lot of people favoring the Ravens in this because of that whole travel and time factor and stuff. Because they say it's technically 10 a.m. on their body clock in in Los Angeles. Mm. So they're going to be having to play this game at noon on a Sunday. Right. So uh, (laughs) you got the Ravens. I got the the Ravens. Woo. Well, we still got another uh, uh, game to go ahead because uh, the Jay-Z track went out. Let's run it, let's run it back again. Uh, also, uh, Philadelphia and Chicago, Sunday, 340, wow. NBC. Woo! Yeah, that's going to be another tough one right there. Yeah. They're both cold-weather teams. You can't say 
<laughs> One's got the home field advantage and the other one doesn't. That's right. Oh, boy. But, I mean, the Bears are making Soldier Field a very difficult place to go get a victory. Right. I agree with you on that point. Nick Foles did pull a miracle, but I don't think he's going to pull it this year. I have to agree with you on that one as well. So I'll go with the Bears. I'll go with the Bears as well. Bears over Eagles. Uh, Eagles will not defend their championship. Well, not this season anyway. They went as far as they could go. All right. Uh, so that's the matchup, man. That's what we got, man. That's who, that's our bold predictions for NFL Wildcard Weekend. And, uh, of course, you can tune in next week and find out where we are and where we stand at as we get ready for the divisional round. But as if, as if anything we know about the NFL season, mm-hmm. no, nothing's for sure. So we could be all wrong. Right. You're absolutely <laughs> right about that. But one thing that we aren't wrong about, and that it is time for us to get the hell up out of here. Oh, definitely. It's time for us to go. Make a mule truck and haul ass. <laughs> no doubt. Thank you so much for rocking with us inside the Untitled Sports Show. Uh, don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. Spread the gospel. Tell them to tune in for the 20 fastest minutes of sports talk out here in these right. internets. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, you can follow me, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, at Mel's on the M-I-C, M-E-L-Z on the M-I-C, and you can follow JoJo Paul. Absolutely nowhere. Because he doesn't do social media. I don't know. <laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you. Again, share this podcast with your friends to subscribe for free. And we'll be back next week with a new episode of the Untitled Sports Show. Right. A hooey hope.